Today on Radio Italiana. Italians and smoking. What's the deal? Apparently, none of them keep up with the cautions of modern medicine. Because every place you go in Italy, they're smoking like a three-alarm fire. Coming up on Italian Radio Show. and welcome to the Italian Radio Show on West Coast Italian Radio, brought to you on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network, out of the beautiful Palm Springs Studios, KMET, down here in sunny Palm Springs. You may be hearing us uh, down here in uh, Southern California, or you may be hearing us on our affiliate stations all over the country, but wherever you're listening to us, welcome to our show. My name is Tony Listella. I'm your host. And I got the lovely Marcia Caputo from Vincenza, Italy, as my co-host. Ciao a tutti. Ciao, Tony. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It's great to have you back, Marcia. I know uh, you have been in uh, in Italy here for the last few weeks and enjoying uh, enjoying the summer in Italy, so to speak. So just give us a real brief uh, highlight of your trip. Well, the brief I'm going to say is this. A lot of people after COVID, they went vacation all over Italy. So you're going to find more people around than usual. So but it was great. Doesn't matter. I love people. We are Italian. We love people. So it didn't bother me at all. It was great. Well, folks, you're listening to Marcy and I, of course, here live if you're down in Southern California at KMET, either AM or FM. But if you're around the country listening to affiliate stations, welcome. And also, you can stream the show live in case you live in an area where you don't get a radio broadcast. You can go to our website at WCIR.biz. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio. WCIR.biz, click the little link there at the top of the page, and you can hear our show live every Monday. And, of course, as soon as we're done with today's show, Marcy, it goes right up in our archives. And then you can click there. You can listen to it 24-7, both this week's show and all of our past shows from the last seven years. Share them all your friends and family since we've got listeners all across the United States and in several other countries. And we love all of our listeners wherever they are at. And I think now, Marchi, is a good time for us to start mm -hmm. our show as we normally do with our Italian news stories, you know? Right. Um, and I have a good one here for us to kind of get going with here. Um, this is near and dear to my heart, being that I am an Italian-American singer, and that is an uh, update here on Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett uh, just turned 95 years old last Tuesday, which would have been August the 3rd, August the 3rd, um, and, you know, interestingly, he he did a concert with Lady Gaga, mm -hmm. and he renounced his retirement from music. 
Can you believe this guy? 95 years old, he announced that. <laughs> uh, I mean, really. I mean, he's singing with, wow. he's singing with these like, young, beautiful women like Lady Gaga. I mean, I, what am I doing wrong? I mean, you know, I know. Of you course, I got him. you. I have you. You're, okay. you're, you're my young, beautiful co-host. I cannot sing like Lady Gaga. I tell you that much. I'm so. young, beautiful so I guess I'm pretty good there, you know. Be happy with that. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, uh, Tony's retirement w did not really surprise the world as he's suffering from uh, progressive Alzheimer's, uh, leading to memory loss, of course, and dementia. So, um, you know, it was kind of sad for us all to know why he retired. But, you know, what a career. I mean, this guy... I don't know how, how many years he's been singing, but I mean, maybe 60 years. Uh, I know that one time, Frank Sinatra said he was the greatest singer he ever heard, so that was quite a compliment. Well, so, like I uh, say, 95, bless his heart, is unbelievable. They still know, have the energy for singing. You know, a lot of people that stop already when they're 50 or 60, and he did it. <laughs> I just read this. His, his career began... In 1936. Wow. 1936. Wow. Uh, and believe it or not, when he first started, he, he kind of had a lukewarm career. Like, no one really paid much attention. Uh, it was, you know, a few years later when he really got going. And, of course, Frank Snodder loved his voice and really uh, helped to promote him a lot. He, had, he sold over 50 million records. Of course, the song that we remember him by is I Left My Heart in San Francisco. But he also did a number of great recent uh, duet records with different um, contemporary artists. And he just was, he has been an icon, not only a musical icon, but an Italian-American icon for years and years and years. And we wish him well. And God, You know, I really hope he lives to be 100. You know, oh, I know. He, he will. It's that person, I think, he will. Wouldn't that be one heck of a uh, celebration if he lived to be 100? I mean, Italian-Americans, I mean, Italian people, people all over the world yeah. celebrating. That's so right. So now let's move on. I know that we just finished the Olympics, and before we get into the Olympic stuff, uh, you know, the other great thing about Italian sports is Italians just won mm -hmm. the European Cup. Right. And I guess now they're on their way to play the year, the World Cup, right? Right, World Cup. So, so, you know, one of the reasons that they've been touted as so successful is they have this great manager, Mancini. Mancini. And he, I guess, is really uh, the guy they feel has made a great difference with the Italian team. What do you think well, about that? Well, I think they changed a lot of people from the team. That's what I saw, the difference. You know, they, they have a lot of new people, and some old ones stay in. I mean, they were really uh, more than half, I think, they were the old uh, team of the soccer. Yeah. So, yeah. But they pulled out a new one. And that, I think, uh, they were I, – I, they got connected really good because I saw completely different games that it was years ago. Right, so, right. They did good. I was really proud. They really did good. They really had a, you know, um, I mean, come on. Did you, when I was in Italy, we just arrived, and uh, after one week, it was the game. It was Italy. I remember you sent me those London. videos. God, people were partying in the streets. I mean, I mean, women were going around topless. I mean, I mean <laughs> Who doesn't love it a party was, in Italy? Come on, you know. It was crazy. I took my daughters and said, I want to make you live this moment, you know, to understand what's going on for soccer here in Italy. 
And uh, we start driving, and my daughter's already like, oh, my God, Mom, I can't believe it, this. And there was traffic everywhere. People were passing with the cars, peeping, screaming, you know, singing our song for the soccer. And it was unbelievable. And you go all one point, like we all in Vicenza, we were trying to go to Montebello, because up the hill of Vicenza is a huge plaza up there. You can go with the car, with the cars. So that's how everybody was trying to go. And uh, I didn't went that far because it was crazy. I mean, it, I was like, I just showed one piece of the medicine to my kids. So I said, more of that, we're going to hit someone. It was crazy. <laughs> well, I tell you what, we will keep covering this. And, uh, you know, when we, they get to the World Cup, we'll, we'll cover that too. And uh, hopefully mm-hmm. they'll, they'll take it home this year, you know? Right. No, no. We're really excited. It was a really great game. And, again, um, be ready for next time. You know, let's be ready for this. So speaking of taking, you know, taking it home this year, uh, I would get to, I was really impressed with mm. the uh, performance of the Italians at the recent Olympics. I mean, they just really knocked it out of the park, so to speak. And let's talk about some of the highlights of for you know for Italy there in uh, in our last Olympics here. Okay, what do you right. got for us there, Marzia? Well, first I want to make sure the people can hear it. This. Italy landed the 10 of all nation, the 10, number 10. So number that's unbelievable. 10. Wow, number 10. Of all nations, so that is really good. The entire world, number 10, that is really So cool. we have like a 40 medals, 10 that gold, and then the one that we like a lot, it was the, what do you call it, the Raleigh? Raleigh? Relay? Relay. Relay. Right. They really? call the Ford Ferrari. Those, <laughs> they call the Ferrari, really. Because they were running. They got the gold one. They got the gold one over there. So we have a lot, like a track and field, uh, two gold. We have the um, uh, Taekwondo. Taekwondo, I want to say one now. Taekwondo. The two. Taekwondo, right. I mean, uh, we have so many gold ones. It's unbelievable. Selling I mean, gold ones. What other golds we have? Oh, like I say, they're like a 40 medal, but 10 are gold. So it's really unbelievable. We never happened like this. I mean, really, it was years we didn't get on that. So we had a lot of female this year of, a, you know, of athletic, it's a truck and field or um, um, even what it was the other one. We did a, like a cycling, uh, that two track. Cycling, yes. I yes. mean, sailing. I can't, I keep reading here because it's a lot. You know? There's a lot of new sport inside too that we didn't used to. So, um, it's some, I mean, really good. A lot of female. Federica Cesarini is one for rowing. She got the gold medal. You know what I mean? It's really good. Just Google it. That's what I say to the people. Look, because we should be proud. This is something really never happened of this big number. Re- you know, so, I agree with you. It's something we really need to be proud about because, uh, you know, a lot of people dismiss the smaller countries like Italy. You know, mm-hmm. you, you always hear about the big countries like the U.S., Russia, right. China, you know. But it's right. really something that Italy won 40 medals, 10 gold, mm-hmm. and that's really amazing. I bet people were really celebrating that. When you, when you left, what was what was the sentiment like with people about the Olympics in Italy? I think what I, well, we always be on these things, race, we love that. You yeah. know, bicycle, whatever, car, we love all those racing things. And I think after the lockdown with COVID, everything, 
this with the soccer in the Olympics, it was like really good for the Italian people. I can see a new positivity energy. It was wonderful. We need this for help us. So, I mean, for the what happened. Well, all of us happened the tragedy, but like Italy got hit really bad. This is what we need. That you know, it was That's good. Fantastic. That's really great, well, folks. There you go. That's your news segment. Uh, and we'll be right back after this short word from our sponsors with my favorite part of the show, our food, our drink segment. I can hardly wait for that. You're listening to the Italian Radio Show on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network here with KMET out of Palm Springs or our affiliates across the United States. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. Cheers! 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com This is Tony LaStella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Si tu tieni a bocella, no poco poco rilo a pasuliatella. Folks, we're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. Well, now, March is my favorite part of the show, of course, is the food and drink segment brought to us by our great sponsor, Tito's Handmade Vodka from Austin, Texas. In fact, you know... I'm drinking some Tito's right now here. Wow. Why not? It's a lot of fun. It kind of keeps me loose and coming <laughs> here for the show. And they do so much uh, stuff for our Italian community. They do. They do so much stuff for the for the community, just mm-hmm. the uh, communities across the United States in general, animals, veterans, uh, and all kinds of people. So we really appreciate having them as a sponsor of our show and for our food segment here. Since our 
whole format of this show mm-hmm. has to do with uh, Italians and smoking. Smoking. Okay. Uh, and, you know, I remember, and, and since we're in the food segment, I, to this day, when I go into an Italian restaurant in Italy, it's unbelievable that people are there sitting, you have people at all the tables sitting there smoking. I mean, there, I'm seeing the smoke. <laughs> <It's really laughs> yeah, my husband's so lovely today. <laughs> really, <laughs> look at him. And I mean, you know, um, I mean, there's, I, I, I've seen people sitting right there with their fork and their food in one hand and a cigarette in the other hands. And yep. half, half, if not all, the table is doing this. So, um, I don't know exactly what the deal is. We'll get into more of that in our guest segment here. But um, you came up with our recipe today, which are drinks and food to quit smoking. I see. To quit, sm- quit smoking. Okay. Quit smoking. Give you a lot of smoke. Do you see? There to, I'm in London, like a kid. To get you into the mood for the segment. Good for him. All right. You're gonna be so let's talk about it. Drinks and food okay. to quit smoking. So tell me about what you got. So that's the best I was thinking to help you for quit smoking. So I don't know if it's really good for you, but for a lot of people, I hope they listen and maybe Google it to help you with that. Anyway, there are some things like a study has shown that ginseng prevent the pleasure or um, neurotransmitter the, um, the helping to release. Okay, the you want the cigarette all the time. All right, neurotransmitter dopamine. Yes, but I try to make it simple for people to really tell and to listen to us. What are you talking about? <laughs> so it helps you to cut back on the level of enjoyment you get from a cigarette. That's one. Thing they use. Okay, all right. So make sure to look for that. Another thing I did notice, milk. Milk. Do you, you hear that? According to the Duke University study, smokers who drink a glass, drink a glass of milk prior to smoking so that the cigarette tastes terrible. It makes it taste, that's what they tell you to, to take the cigarette if you want, a dip in the milk, then it dry. Tell me something here because I've been trying to get my wife for years to quit smoking. And my <laughs> wife is a nurse. She should know better. She <laughs> She's Italian, not only, she you. Smoke, not only does she smoke a pack a day, but she smokes, a, they're like cigars. They're like many, I, I, I remember what, when I'm going to do my scotch, I don't even buy cigars anymore. I just get one no, of my cigars. No. They give you a so one thing you can do for her, Grab the cigarette, put in the milk, let them dry, and then when she starts to smoking, that disgust, the, the flavor is horrible. That's the one thing it helps you to, okay? Nuts, then eat a lot of nuts, salty things, smoothie to help you do graves. That is perfect. Oh, really? Nuts. Nuts, so that's interesting. Nuts, uh, salty things like chips and uh, smoothies. Although I would, again, probably have to challenge you on that simply because Michelle... She has all the salty food. She eats chips. She eats nuts. Where she food is so, so, he's so skinny. He smokes like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know okay. if that's going to be as good. Orange. I could drink orange juice and uh-huh. eating other food packet with vitamin C. They have all vitamin C. Can replenish the vitamin C in your body. So it cut down on cravings that too. Anything I with see. vitamin C, it will help you for stop the cravings. So vitamin okay. C cuts down on the cravings you want for the right. nicotine and stuff. All right. All right. And the last one, because the habit that you have, it's about grabbing the cigarette and smoke. You know, grab the right, cigarette right, smoke. Right. So they tell you here, just have a plate of vegetable, like carrots, celery, cucumbers, that you grab 
instead to have. Oh, I got you. Yeah. So instead of grabbing a cigarette, where you're holding yeah. it, you're holding your lips, you hold your yeah. like a carrot right. stick or a celery. That's a really right. good idea. Yeah. It gets to help you for because a lot of people they stop smoking, they put up a lot of weight because they start eating a lot right, more. Right. And that's so this is healthy. Right, right. eat the vegetables and this stuff. Well, there mm-hmm. you go, folks, for a food segment of the day. Thank you very much, Marcia. Welcome. All right, Marcia. So, uh, you know, that was pretty good. I like that. You know, all the way to cut down on smoking. Um, you know, and now I think it's good for us to get into our Italian phrases. So, mm-hmm. you know, we can talk about people, uh, what you say to people uh, who are smoking or if you're trying to start smoking, I mean. Right. Uh, I I don't even know if if Italians are really that caught up with, you know, really caring if they stop to smoke because every time I've been in Italy, it looks like they're smoking like there's no tomorrow. I know, I know. It's really changed a lot. Like I say, I went to the beach, and uh, where I went, it was the first beach all Europe that they're not allowed to smoke on the beach. They're not allowed to smoke on the beach. Wow. I was so happy. I was like, they have those little cabana right in the entrance where you can smoke, and that's it. I love that. At least that's outside. At least that's outside. Yeah, but not a lot of people still, you know, some people still breaking the rules, but not a lot like before. They could not lay down there and uh, breathe the seas. It was not possible. Right. Well, now it was more interesting. I've been in restaurants where the smoke is so bad, it's so thick, it's like, you know, you can barely stand it. You're not allowed to smoke in a restaurant no more. There's the all of Italy. If it's outdoor, if it's outside, yes. But to still have uh, Because I remember mm -hmm. that. I I always thought to myself, here are these people that are eating their food, they got a fork in one hand, pasta, they got a cigarette in the other. How the heck can they they even taste what their food tastes like, you know? You're right. You're right. It's true. They change it too. That they change if you go in the lock, you know, pizzeria, restaurant, anything's closed. You cannot right, smoke right. inside. So that is good. Right. Italians and smoking. Let's do our Italian right. phrases of the well, day. Well, one sentence that we always say to friends that used to smoke a lot. I remember yeah. we used to say, "Fumi come un turco." Fumi come un turco. You smoke like a Turk. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to our Turkish listeners out there. No. Uh, no, no, no. That's what you know. <laughs> I guess, the Turks, I guess Turks who come to Italy smoke a lot, huh? No, it's, uh, I, I know that the Turk things, the tube, they have like a yeah, thin yeah, yeah, smoke. Yeah. That's what it is. All that. I got it. I exactly. Got it. All right. So this is a joke. I love it. Anyway. Ma stai fumando? No. Mando un SMS a toro seduto. Do it again. Ma stai fumando? No. Mando un SMS a toro seduto. So basically what it means is, are you smoking? No. I'm sending a message to Sitting Bull. It's <laughs> pretty funny, too. And again, no offense to our Native American <laughs> listeners. We just have a lot of stuff. That's what we do on this show. Oh, who That's fun. That's good stuff, you know. This is good. We don't offend anyone. This is good. All right. Let's do one. Uh, do a couple more. One more. I have one more left. All right. All right. Sto cercando di smettere di fumare. Hai provato con le caramelle? Sì, ma non si accendono. Which is basically, I'm trying to quit smoking. Have you tried with candy? Yes, but they don't light up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good thing I bet there. Just to laugh. All right, folks. So there you got it. We do our community service of the week where we give you useful Italian phrases every week that you can go to Italy and get yourself in an equal amount of trouble as Marzia does. All right? Yeah, thank All right. you. Thank you very much. As we talked about earlier in our news uh, portion, 
Tony Bennett mm-hmm. just turned 95, 95 years old last Tuesday, uh, did a concert with Lady Gaga and announced his retirement, unfortunately due to progressive Alzheimer's. Uh, and, you know, we wish him and his family well. I really hope he lives to be 100. Um, what a great career this guy had. He, 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 he was wow. born in 1926. He started singing like uh, it said in 1936. So he was like 10 years old when he started singing. And, uh, you know, he sang for a number of years when he was young without really becoming very popular. I mean, it was almost like the first few years of his career, it was just kind of so-so. His first number one song happened in 1951. That was a song called The Best of My Heart. I'm sorry, that was a song called Because of You. Then he had songs that followed after that in 1950. Rags to is The Best of My Heart and uh, other ones. Of course, in 1962, he really got established on a major level with his number one hit song of all time, I Left My Heart in San Francisco. And I tell you what, I mean, uh, you know, he just kept going and going and going, kind of like the Energizer Bunny. Um, I mean, this guy, even after he retired, he was doing all those uh, duet albums with all of the different pop singers right up to recent times. Look, your guy, 95, who sing with Lady Gaga. What am I doing wrong? I mean, you know, tell you what, you know. Uh, he's won 18 Grammy Awards in his uh-huh. life, um, two Emmy Awards, a Lifetime Achievement Grammy Award. Mm-hmm. Um, he sold over 50 million records worldwide. And Frank Sinatra called him the best singer he ever heard. So here is our personal Thanks. mix of our Tony Bennett favorites. We're putting a little mix for you in honoring Tony Bennett in his retirement. Uh, God bless him. We hope he lives to be 100. I left my heart in San Francisco high on a hill It calls to me I'm stepping out with my baby Can't go wrong, cause I'm in right It's for sure, not for maybe That I'm all dressed up tonight Stepping out with my honey Can't be bad, feels so good Never felt quite so sunny And I keep on knocking wood They'll be smooth sailing Cause I'm trimming my sails With my top hat And my white tie And my tails Stepping out with my baby Can't go wrong Cause I'm in right Ask me when will that day be The big day may be tonight That's why the lady is a tramp. That's why the lady 
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers! 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. This is Tony Lastella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hello, folks, and we are back with more West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show here on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network out of the beautiful Palm Springs KMET studios. Now, you know, Marzia, our discussion in today's show is all about Italians and smoking. Right. Uh, I mean, Italians, I don't know how it is now in Italy, but uh, in the recent years that I've been there, the Italians smoke excessively. They smoke all the time. They smoke everywhere, in their cars, out of their cars, on the streets, at the beaches, in restaurants. I've seen them smoking with the cigarettes hanging out of their mouth while they're, you know, putting a, a, a spoon of spaghetti in, you know, at the same time. So, I mean, um, it seems like it's a constant thing. Obviously, these people have not heard much about the uh, – uh, the, the cancer research and stuff, it seems. I mean, what, what, what's your read on this? Why yeah, is that? I, I'm like you. I think it's like the same thing. It's like uh, you, we didn't know bad in the past. Now that we know why we don't stop. And no, it's like a routine. They keep doing it. Parents are doing it. So kids learning to doing it. And they start really early age, too, because we're talking about like 14, 15. They start smoking. That's I hear it's even worse now in the pandemic. I hear since they had the lockdown in Italy, that cigarette sales just went through the roof because the only thing people were doing was basically smoking, you know? Oh, it's, it's horrible. I'm not kidding because you can smell it everywhere. But the good things we have, the good things is this. When you go to a restaurant now, you cannot smoke inside the bar or restaurant. All right. Well, that's something we're going to cover here. As, that's something we're going to cover here in a little bit. I have a, a actual a, a news clip that we're going to play about that. But okay. you're right, you can't smoke in the restaurants or the bars now. Which so that's what I want to make sure that people know when you reserve a table, oh, size up. Yeah. Remember, you're going to have smoker there. So think about that before you do this reservation. That's well, we have some clips here. We have some clips. Okay. So let's listen to our first Italian clip. Uh, this is a gal who went over to Italy 
and she got kind of a culture shock by seeing how much the Italians actually smoked. Another culture shock in terms of like social life is the fact that smoking is totally normal. Smoking actually is um, very social. It wasn't so much like, I guess, the smoking, you know, that everybody smokes that was a shock to me. It's the fact that Italians, and I think a lot of Europeans also in general, roll their own cigarettes. And this really shocked me the first time I saw it because I just see someone take a bag of something out of their pocket and the, the, the parchment paper. And they're just there, like, rolling this thing, and I'm like, legit thought I was like, um, is that, are we, like, what's going on? I did not realize that people buy tobacco and just sit and roll their own cigarettes. It is more common to see that than to see somebody smoking from, like, a, a pack that they bought. So I thought that was quite of a shock, but then when you realize it's just tobacco, you're like, okay, <laughs> we're in a public place, man. <laughs> So, Marcy, what do you think about it? Here you got this poor girl. She goes to Italy for a good time. And the first thing, everywhere she looks, she's just inundated by people smoking. She can't get away from it. They're even rolling their own, baby. I know. That's how we stay skinny. We, you know, keep smoking, help you to stay skinny. Because it fill you up, you're not hungry. You eat less. I will so, you know, I, there's some truth to that. Because I know that for years and years, I had many friends out of Italy Unfortunately, most of them have passed away now from cancer because they smoked. But they would say they would eat all this food as much as they could eat, their pastas, their bread, their pizzas. And, of course, they wouldn't put on a pound because they smoke constantly. And you know, right. so, yeah, They couldn't just join a gym, mind you, you know, but there but you it's go. It's funny that she says, I'm in shock that everybody's rolling the, you know. The yeah. <laughs> because in Italy, we say it's healthy if you do the fresh tobacco, which is no chemical inside, which is true, but still, I don't know about health. Ah, okay, I'll bear that in mind. Rolling your own is healthy. All right. Let's, <laughs> let, let, let's hear another clip here. Here's a, someone uh Else, who's talking about how Italians spend more on smoking than they do on education for their children. Another interesting point that I saw in this study was for every one euro spent on university in Italy, 5.5 euros get spent on tobacco and alcohol. So for every euro spent on university, they spend 5 euros and 50 cents on tobacco and alcohol and I this number isn't shocking but it's just telling because okay yes it says that Italian university costs it doesn't cost very much especially compared to American university we've talked about this on my channel at nauseum but I mean it also shows you how much Italians like their tobacco and alcohol I mean if you look at smoking just to compare the numbers about 23.3 percent of Italians smoke it is up 0.4% from last year, whereas in America, the percentage is less than 15% of adults smoke. So it's almost 10% difference. And you see this. I've talked about this in my other videos. Like, a lot of people try to tell me, oh, Italians don't smoke that much. I mean, almost a quarter of your population smoking is kind of a lot, but whatever. And I was able to see it a lot more in the fact that in America, smoking cigarettes, at least, is seen as a very, like, icky thing to do. It's really ingrained in us. My generation, especially with D.A.R.E. and all of the anti-smoking laws, like, we can't even have people smoking on TV. Like, you can't show tobacco advertisement in most places in America. You can't smoke anywhere in most places in America. When we were in school, 
there were the kids that would smoke outside of the school in the beginning of the day and they were kind of seen as losers and outcasts. I don't want to, I don't want to like say anybody's a loser or anything, but it just wasn't seen as a cool thing to do, which is so different in Italy. In Italy, it's seen as a cool thing to do. The ones that smoke are, you know, the more adult, the more sophisticated. Teens smoke a lot here and just in general, you'll see that people smoke. And so for me, coming from a place where smoking is seen as gross and not a lot of people do it, to a place where it's cool and many more, more people do it, it was a big, you know, culture shock for me and that's why I said that. That's a cultural difference because of course American, it, that wouldn't be the same number for Americans because our college costs are astronomically higher, but also because smoking is not seen as cool and alcohol is not even accessible to people under 21 or not easily accessible to people under 21. All right, Marcia, there you got it, right from the horse's mouth. Italians there, they still think smoking is cool. I mean, it's like being back in America in the 1950s, where everybody in every street corner is hanging out, smoking a cigarette with your girl, right around your car, like the cool thing to do. And Italians, are they're spending twice as much money on smokes as they are educating their kids. What's up with this? Which is true, but again, educated, we still have the school is cheaper, so we can do that. We can have both. Oh, it justifies it, of course. Oh, so that's the thing. It's like the states where we have, you know, and you don't smoke too much, which is true, but the college or younger kids, they drink more, they do party. Like we drink too, but we don't get wasted. No lot big number, okay? Because it's something normal. But smoking, it is something come family to family. You grow up to see it like it's normal. That's the thing. Not to look cool. It's like normal thing. Um, one thing I'm like a little bit I disagree with her too. It's about, oh, in TV, like here in the States, you cannot see in, in Italy it is. No, it's not. It was, she's stuck in 1940. 1940 was, yes, you're right. They were smoking. But now it's not. You don't see in the TV do it. They do it for a joke. Yes, they do it. But you don't see that. One thing is, which is true, um, we call the security like a police carabinieri in Italy for, um, it was a dog, a wild dog in the, in the town. It was really irritated, you know, kids. It was really, um, aggressive with the kids. So we called the carabinieri, we called the police. And then remember, it just came along, the guy, get out of the car, and you see the smoke all in the car. Oh, yeah. The smoke coming out of the car. Like, big, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the problem? And like, yeah. oh my gosh. I've some out of a movie. Yes. Now, speaking of smoking being banned, and you, like you say there, it's not so prevalent in TV commercials in Italy anymore. Uh, let's hear about this new, you, you mentioned it earlier in the program. Let's hear now about this new smoking ban that they have in restaurants and bars in Italy. Smoking in Italy has been banned in public places including bars, restaurants, discotheques and offices since 2005. A majority of Italians supported the ban at the time it was first implemented, but there was a lack of support from smokers and some bar owners. And only 5% of bar and restaurant owners immediately introduced separate smoking rooms. Italy was the fourth European country to introduce a smoking ban in public places. However, on 1 August 2005 a judge ruled that business owners could not be punished for not informing the police about infringing customers. The rates of law enforcement are higher in northern Italy, Tuscany and Sardinia, with lower rates in southern Italy.
especially in Calabria and Campania. Heart attacks in Italian adults dropped significantly following the implementation of the smoking ban. The decline in heart attacks was attributed to less passive smoking. Health Minister Girolamo Sicilia said that smoking was the leading preventable cause of death in Italy. The ban caused an 8% decrease in cigarette consumption. Well, that's, that's typical about Italy, okay? They pass this law banning smoking in restaurants and bars, and then properly a judge rules that they can't find any restaurant and bars, they can't hold them accountable for people who smoke there, that, you know, if people smoke your restaurant and bars, oh, well, you don't got to report it, and you're not going to get a fine. I mean, that's a very effective law, don't you think? Well, it's, like I say, if you go, well, let me answer like he talk, like a computer. And can, <laughs> first of all, is this, they come to you, the owner, the restaurant, and they will ask you, hey, please, it's no smoking. Oh, I'm sorry. And they're polite. Italian, they don't give me like, oh, what are you talking about? I mean, we okay. I didn't know. Sorry. And we just stop. So it's not a big deal. So you don't need really a ticket of police to get in their enforcement. Come on now. And, uh, then they're, and then they're trying to say, and they just pass this law, and suddenly they get all this drop. People are not dying from heart attacks immediately, you know, because, they're, right. you know, come on. I mean, you know, this is all just for show. It's all politics. It is. It's all about money. That's what I always say. Money is inside that set. It's hard to remove them. All right. But, I tell you what. I tell you what we're going to do. I'm going to leave us here before we go to commercial break with one sure way, if you're Italian, that you're going to stop smoking. A proven way that will make sure that if you're an Italian guy, you're going to stop smoking. Here it is. thing was on Christmas Eve. I was um, getting at my parents' house, and I, had a, I wanted a cigarette, but my mom didn't know I smoked, so just told her, you know, the bacala gave me a little bit of gas, and I wanted to go outside for a walk. So I'm outside smoking a cigarette, and, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, just boom, something hit me right in the face. I thought it was like a drive-by shooting. I mean, Brooklyn kind of got, got crazy now. And I look, and there's, there's a slipper. I turn around, and I see my mother. She, she's staring at me, and she's all shocked, and she starts screaming, and, and, and I didn't know what to say. I mean, I, I, I told her it was one of those bubblegum cigarettes. I could, it, she didn't believe me, and I went back upstairs to try to argue with her, and then she shit me over the head with a spoon. And I, I, I just, I never want to see a cigarette again. But it, I, I never heard of Chantix. My name's Rocco, and I stopped smoking because my mom kicked my ass. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas. And we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. 
Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got it passed on our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Keeping with our theme, Italians and smoking, what better than our song of the week being one for my baby and one more for the road? The old Sinatra classic about sitting at the bar at the middle of the night, smoking your cigarette, drinking your whiskey, and missing your girl. Here's a wonderful rendition of the song performed by the ABC KMET Italian show band with Tony and the Goombas. Mr. John Marino on piano. It's quarter to three. There's no one in the place except you and me. So set him up, Joe. I got a little story. I think you should know We're drinking, my friend To the end of a brief episode Make it one for my baby And one more I got the routine 
Stick another quarter in the machine. Feeling so bad, can't you make the music easy and sad? I could tell you a lot. You gotta be true to your code. Just make it one for my baby, and one more for the road. You'd never know it. But buddy, I'm a kind of poet, and I got a lot of things I'd like to say. If I'm gloomy, please listen to me till it's tucked away. How it goes, and Joe, I know you're getting anxious to close. Thanks for the cheer. I hope you didn't mind my bending your But this torch that I found, well, it's gotta be drowned, or it soon will explode. Just make it one for my baby, and one more for the road. That long, long. So long. It's very long. Well, Marchie, now it's time for us to do our event calendar. Uh, and there's so many great events that are happening throughout the western United States. Um, there's almost too many for us to cover. So we're just going to talk about kind of the main ones uh, that we want everybody to know about. Folks, if you have an event that you would like to have us list on our event calendar, please send the information to us. Go to our website, wcir.biz, and you can email us from there. And uh, send us your event. Uh, the big events we'll cover here on the show, but we will list all of the events that we can on our schedule online there. So these are the biggies that are coming up over the next couple of months. Now a big one up north, we're going to keep going up north to Seattle. 
Uh, this is a lot of fun every year. That's Italian Heritage Night at the Mariners at T-Mobile Park up there in Seattle. The proceeds from this are going to benefit Festa Italiana, and it's always a lot of fun. They always give out some type of souvenir. they got Italian stuff going on at the stadium. Uh, I think they got bocce. they got other things, Italian food. So make sure you check it out. Go to the Mariners' website for your ticket information. On Sunday, September 5th, you got Italian Day at the Races. Emerald Downs Racetrack in Auburn, Washington. Going to be a great event there. This is one that is going to be partially sponsored by West Coast Italian Radio here. And we're going to have the ABC KMET Italian Radio Show Band, Tony and the Goombas, out of Palm Springs. will be playing all day long there at the festival. You get to come down and meet your hosts down there. We're going to have David Madrid, our founder, as the MC. Going to be a lot of fun. they got Italian pizza eating. they got Italian girls dancing. Uh, they got Italian beer and wine. I got to tell you, it's, it's always a great time there. And in fact, in the past, in fact, Marcy, you know, uh, they've named, they've nicknamed the horses on that day after um, Italian names. Like they call the horse Meatball, or they're called one lasagna. So it kind of right. makes it all that much more fun. You give those nicknames. Then we move back down here to uh, Southern California. We're going to be in Monterey. I, I know that you used to live in Monterey, uh, Marcia, and you, yeah. you, you love that area I there. Love it's beautiful. Yes, yeah, Italia Fisherman's Festival. We have many fans, uh, fans down in the Monterey area that we love here, the Sons of Italy down there. And uh, they're going to have this on September 10th, Friday, September 10th, to Tuesday, September 14th. So it's you know quite a long festival. They're going to do everything you can think of. they got great food, great drinks, great entertainment, uh, just a lot of fun dancing in the streets, uh, Italian cuisine, fun and friendship, something you don't want to miss. All right, moving on is the uh, toward the end of September, we're going to stay up in the northwest, is the 34th annual Festa Italiana at Seattle Center. Folks, this is a big one, one of the biggest Italian festivals on the coast. Fun for the entire family. They got a bocce tournament. They got an Italian car show. They got celebrity chefs. They got great Italian food and wine, and of course, live music all weekend, featuring our Italian All Star Dance Saturday night, sponsored in part by the Italian Radio Show here, with the ABC KMET Italian Radio Band out of Palm Springs leading that dance with the other All Stars from Festa. Yes, Tony and the Goombas will be there, and we'll have a booth all. Weekend long, so make sure that you come out to that festival and have some fun with Marcy and I. Visit our booth and stay for the show Saturday night. Also, I must mention to you that we have the Grape Stomp. This is always a lot of fun. They have this amazing Grape Stomp they do every year at this festival up there. So if you want to find out more about signing up for this Grape Stomp, it's, you, you win prizes, you win wine. It's, it's, it's absolutely a blast. Please visit FestaSeattle.com. FestaCL.com, you can learn more about that. A couple more to go. The first weekend in October, the Los Angeles Italian Festival down in Hollywood and Highland in L.A. A great Italian festival with our friends down in the Los Angeles area. And last but not least, ending our festival season with a big one in Reno, Nevada. The 2021 Reno Italian Festival at the El Dorado Hotel and Casino. Always do a great, great time down there. They transform they transform downtown Reno into Little Italy. Many, many great uh, bands play down there every year. Uh, and it's just, they, they, it's just fun. The whole town is like being in Little Italy. So there are your festivals. Always a lot of fun. And we want to remind people we have a great, great 
After Hours Show. Tell them what the name of our After Hours Show is, Marzia. Well, it's Italian Radio, Luce Rossa. So Luce Rossa. Mm-hmm. The Red Light Show. This should tell you right there. It's Italian Radio After Hours. By subscription only, you got to be 18 and up to get it. Go to our website, WCIR.biz. You click, can click on the link there to sign up. And we basically cover all the themes we do in our regular show here on ABC. But being we're Italian, we cover them a little more graphically, let's just say, with some interesting guests and stuff. And it's just a blast. That's what's going on. We go more deep, more information. So and more graphically. <laughs> <laughs> Well, folks, that's our show for today, and we sure appreciate all of our listeners all around the country, whatever station or affiliate you're listening to us on, or if you're listening to us, uh, if you're streaming us, or listening to us in archive, of course, you can do that on our website at WCIR.biz. Otherwise, we broadcast here live every Monday from the beautiful KMET studios with ABC News and Talk Radio out of Palm Springs. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another show. Ciao a tutti. While rain is falling, I cry with you.